Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From Wimbledon to the Astrodome. We like sports and we don't care who knows. What ball, what ball, what ball. Are you going to pack a scrum tonight? Oh, down beside that dim light. Oh, you going to let it. Props you make the rocking world go round. I was just a chubby lad playing rugby with my dad, but I knew scrums like I studied a degree. Left alone with big fat Adam from behind, he looked like a madam. You made a front row out of me. Oh, you gonna pack your scrum tonight? Please. Oh, down the side that dim for light. Yeah. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out? That bottom props you make the rocking world go round. Well, that is pure genius, uh, and that is pure James McConey you're listening to. it. That is our comic slot of the week, but he's more than that, James McConey, because uh, he can make uh, fun of lots of scenarios, but he's got some very learned opinions on, on a lot of things. So uh, we're going to get the serious side of James McConey for the large uh, part of this little interview. And there's some Chiefs involved uh, in the Irish team this weekend, Mr McConey. You'll be interested in that. Oh, Smitty, thank you. I'm loving that as well because uh, Bunny Key is one of my favourites and always felt he left too soon. And James Lowe, the flying man bun, what a legend. He could have been an All Black, let's be honest. And um, I actually interviewed him this morning and I must report, it's a bit disappointing to say this, but Stephen Donald was supposed to be on the Zoom call and he failed to turn up apparently because he was out dredging scallops. So really... Um, very disappointing. So he, he just—he's just not a white bait man. He's—he's he's an all-rounder. Well, his obsession with seafood is actually getting in the way of him completing his tasks and doing his mm. jobs. I'm really concerned about it. But okay, if it's scallop season, he—he he was the only other person who was supposed to be on the Zoom call. And looking at James Blow's face, he's very expressive. But you could see—you could see the disappointment in his eyes. No beaver. Yeah. Well, it's—that's. It's, uh, Inconsiderate, to say the least, and it's not typical of SENZ on-air staff. I can promise you that. Hey, just hey, James. Uh, on the uh, what about the eligibility thing? I'm sure you've got an opinion on that because uh, you know the Pacific Island rugby. Except you mentioned Bundy Arkey, other players, and that eligibility thing. And uh, um, Fekatoa, Malachi Fekatoa, very outspoken at, at certain stages during the week. Yeah, I saw Malachi Dani Lamapi was saying, well, um, change the eligibility. Uh, eligibility laws and we'll really find out who the best 12 is in the world and 
my feeling is that you should be able to play for other nations. I mean, you don't have to go too far in sport to find people who have jumped the fence. Remember in the Olympics, Nayim Sulemaniglu, arguably Turkey's greatest weightlifter, it's Olympics, he's representing Bulgaria, and the Olympics is the pinnacle of sport, is it not? And mm-hmm. if you can jump the fence in the Olympics, then I think you should be able to in rugby. Um, for certain players as well, as you as you know, um, Smithy, there's so many um, in your area who are, you know, torn between, uh, say, Tonga or Samoa and New Zealand, and they feel that they're a big part of both nations. So why not, if you, if you can't, if you finish representing one, why shouldn't you be able to represent the other? still a big part of who you are and your own makeup, um, your own identity. Well, I'll give you a quiz question, and you might know the answer to it or not, but um, who's the number one test cap on, in terms of South Africa? The number one test cap when they have, have dished out the caps. Who got number one? Oh, I don't know. Who was that? What do you mean the number okay. one of all time? On, on that subject, yeah, it was Kepler Vessels. There you go. Who also had uh, a pretty handy career for Australia as well. So just supports the point that you're trying to make there. Even at the highest yeah. level, uh, cricket, it's man- they've managed to jump the fence as well. On the subject of cricket, my friend, uh, all eyes on Abu Dhabi later this evening or in the early hours of tomorrow morning. Uh, I would imagine you've taken a fairly serious look at this as well. Well, I won't talk as, as, because I know the listeners will want to hear what you think, Smithy, but my, my feeling before the tournament is that we were going to be, our bowling and fielding were going to be the, um, the hallmarks of this team. And I think um, the fielding definitely has shone through, but I've been impressed with our batting, and I think we're coming right um, just at the right time. You can see there's um, you know, Devin Conway getting a bit of touchback, um, getting the ship, Kane Williamson. Um, and nice shout-out from you, Smitty, on Aussie TV of um, the leadership movement. Um, we just needed that because I felt like it was guppy and then a bit of daylight. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about how we're looking for the semi-finals. But what about yourself? Yeah, look, I'm very confident. Um, a lot of people have asked me this, and I look at it and I think we've got pretty much every base covered. And the base that we've always uh, had not, uh, not so much well covered is the confidence level and the belief level. Uh, and I think we've got that one under, under our belt now. And I don't think uh, with Williamson's leadership and a couple of senior players around him with pretty cool heads, I think um, in particular Conway's added a lot of that. I mean, he's so new on the block, but you wouldn't notice it to look at him. Uh, and there's a case yeah. of a, a, a South African who was, of course, plying his trade uh, well for us. Uh, how's the crowd goes wild uh, going, mate? What have, what have you what have you been focusing on? Uh, to be honest, I'm sick of Zoom interviews. You know, like we we're lucky that we're back in studio at least in level three, but we're still doing so much stuff remotely, and um, we're, we're we're loving the T20. Cricket World Cup. I think it was it became a surprise because of, of, when we went down to Pakistan, I just thought, oh no, this is um, this could be bad. But it's actually it's the sky. At least I'm thinking, oh here we go, um, beating yeah. India like that. So that's been impressive. I've I've really enjoyed the NPC. I think it's just amazing that that they've kept the competition going. I know the Magpies are exceptional, Smitty, but you know I'm proud of what uh, Ross Philippe has done with the Mulu boys. And um, I mean having a winner who's 73 or could even probably ride uh, a horse at the races that you're at right now and Liam Coop's fabling. I mean, how many people are, are selecting a guy like that when he rocks up to the trials? And uh, of course this uh, weekend it's uh, Waikato and uh, they are hosting in Rotorua, believe it or not, just a sign of the times. In Rotorua they are hosting Canterbury. How do you see that? 
I think it's actually okay. It's a good matchup. Canterbury, um, they used to be everybody's kryptonite, and everyone would get nervous just seeing the red and black stripes. But I think it's okay. It's a fair fight these days, you could say. So that, that's fine. We're, we're, we're looking like a team that needs to push past that um, being... Um, you know, courageous for 70 minutes. It's just that whole thing of um, of finishing the job. And, and I like it. I think we've got debt, Smitty. We're okay. We've got a Jacobson brother. Everything's fine. You've got a Jacobson brother. Everything is uh, under control, mate. I'm stuck right in the middle. And when I say stuck, I'm placed right in the middle of the birdcage, basically. They've just had about 18 horses walk past me. They, it's, uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at a horse and say, that's a good-looking horse that goes well. They all look damn fine to me. Uh, any horse memories? So I'm, I'm here in Cup Week. I'd, I'd like to know if you've got any horse memories or any classic bets you've had over the years. Well, I got a tip to bet on uh, Very Elegant the other day and I couldn't operate my TAB app, so I failed to um, take home that, uh, those winnings. So don't really want to talk about that. I think with um, another Melbourne Cup uh, memory was um, excellent coming in uh, third against Maccabi Diva and I lost the horseshoe and but ran the, the, the fastest final quarter mile in, in the Melbourne Cup history. I love that. I worked at Ellsley as a track hand, but then somehow uh, got let go after um, New Zealand Cup Day, which meant that they sort of only really needed me for four weeks to sort of paint the rails and and uh, do the weed whacking underneath the rails. And that was pretty much all I did at um, Ellsley, but I loved it there. And I remember seeing Empire Rose go for a for a run, and that's one of the biggest horses and most magnificent animals I've seen in my life. Sure was. She was an absolute champion mare, uh, Empire Rose. I'm not sure there's any Empire Roses on display here at uh, Rickerton Park uh, this afternoon, but uh, if there is, we'll try and back it. James, as always, thanks for your time this morning uh, and uh, your serious input too on a number of uh, pretty important matters. Uh, go well um, and enjoy the Black Caps tonight, eh? Let's go. Give a touch of Kiwi! Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Give a touch of Kiwi. You're right.